Welcome to the Real Happy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann, the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life. And today I have Karen. Karen is a stress relief coach who teaches simple stress relief and forgiveness strategies to everyday women so that they can learn to live anxiety-free lives. Now, if you or someone you know are dealing with issues with unforgiveness, you definitely want to listen to this episode. So let's jump into episode number 42 with Karen. All right, Karen, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have you today. Thank you so much for having me, Tony, and I'm so excited. Yes, we have a very interesting topic, and I really want to jump in, but before we do, I wanted our guests to learn a little bit more about you, so if you would, just tell us a little bit about you and your business. Yes, yes. I am Karen Donier. I'm a stress relief coach. I provide simple stress relief and forgiveness strategies to the everyday woman so that she can live an anxiety-free life on her own terms and hopefully get to the other side of happy because that's what we all want to be. We all want to be truly happy. And so I've been coaching for four to five years. I um, do that through, I provide those services through um, one-on-one coaching. I am um, married. I have three children. I absolutely love what I do. I love to read. I'm an avid reader. I love biographies. I love mysteries. I love to watch the first 48. I love uh, Flea Market Flip because um, I'm a creative. I'm definitely a creative. If you ask me a question, be prepared to get uh, 10 to 15 different solutions. I love to sew. I, I can't draw, but I love to sew. <laughs> Very good. Um, I love to dance. I'm the first one on the dance floor and the last one off. <laughs> and I'm an ambivert, believe it or not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have a lot of other little hidden talents I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. So Karen, you mentioned that you help people with forgiveness and that is an issue in a problem I think a lot of us have, but we haven't really identified it or we just kind of swept it under the rug. So I just wanted you to just touch a little bit on your story of unforgiveness and how it showed up in your life. Yeah. So this is what happened. Believe it or not, I was almost raped when I was 12 years old and I didn't really, I told my mom and she kind of handled the situation. Thank goodness it didn't go through, but um, I was angry and I, I I didn't really know how to process that anger. And so I took that anger through my teenage years and my, my 20s, and it, it ended up showing up in my late 20s and my, my 30s. I was just like, you know, I was just so angry. And so I didn't really know how to, how to process it and how to deal with it. And it showed up in my marriage. And my husband was like, what's, what's wrong with you? What's going on with you? Why are you so angry? Why are you, why, you know, why are you, why are you doing these things? Why are you doing X, Y, and Z? And I didn't know what was wrong with me. And I ended up, you know, going to therapy and getting help and, and different things because I didn't know what was wrong. And so, I, you know, I was scribbling and, you know, I'm a journaler and different things and I write poetry and different things. And I was writing these angry poems and these sad poems and I didn't really know what was what was going on. And that's what led up to me going to therapy. And I was like, you know, if there's if I'm feeling like this and I don't know why, I'm, you know, why I'm so angry and, you know, what's wrong with me? There's got to be other women who's going through this. And I was like, you're angry. You're, you know, you're feeling stuck. You can't go left. You can't go right. You can't go forward. What's going on? I said, Karen, what's wrong with you? I was like, something's wrong. You're angry. 
man. And I was like, oh my gosh, you, you're still carrying these sandbags around. You're carrying all this weight. You're carrying all this stuff from what happened to you. You, you, you got it with you every day. You got it with you. As a kiddo, you got it. You're still this 12-year-old kid on the inside. You, you have this stuff with you. And what are you going to do about it, babe? What are you going to do about it? You got to let it go. Some kind of way, you got to figure it out. You got to let this stuff go because it's, it's showing up. You got to let it go. And I was like, wow, this is huge. What can you do about it? I was like, you got to create something. You got to do something about it because you're, you're hurting. You are hurting. And I'm sure that you're not the only one. And so that's, that's, how, that's how all this forgiveness work and all this stuff happened. But it was a journey. It was like, I could touch it kind of, I could, I could feel it. I just, it was, it kind of happened. It's like, wow. Yeah, it was deep. Yeah, that is really, really tough. And I shared this story with you too about how I realized I had some unforgiveness kind of harboring in my heart. And um, just so that the listeners are up to speed on it, but I was listening to Joyce Meyer one day and I forgot what exactly she was preaching about, but it had to be about forgiveness. And she basically said something along the lines of, think of someone that has done something wrong to you. And now this person needs your help. Are you going to help them? And immediately my initial response was like, uh, no. And I was like, that person can kick rocks. Like I'm not helping this person. And then that was when I realized I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) I really like thought I had forgiven these people and I am still really angry about it. So I just wanted you to help us moms because I think there's some moms that are listening and they're thinking that, oh, they don't have an issue and unforgiveness is not something that they have an issue with or they've already forgiven someone, but truly they haven't and they truly haven't forgiven them. So how can we identify if we're still holding on to unforgiveness? If you're still holding on to it, if you're holding a grudge, you can identify it if you're angry, you have that resentment, you're, you're okay, you're, you're holding a grudge, you have that resentment. If you can't wish that person well, if you can't say something nice about that person, I mean, genuinely, let's say this person graduates college, they get a new job, they get married, they get a new significant other, something great happens to this person, you can't wish them well or you're still holding on to that resentment. So, I mean, something good happens to this person. Let's say you hear that, it's your, let's say for example, it's your BFF from college and she did something so unimaginable to you and you cannot wish her well when she gets married. You have a forgiveness problem or she has a new baby and you cannot wish her well. Some, there's something there and it needs to be addressed. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Karen, many times we forgive others, but we have a hard time forgiving ourselves. And that is, I think, one of the hardest things to do. So I just wanted you to talk about this and how this shows up in our lives, especially as moms, where we have certain things that have happened to us and we feel like we didn't handle the situation correctly or we didn't do something the right way. So we're still mad at ourselves about something that we should have forgiven ourselves about a long time ago. So can you just talk to us a little bit about that part? 
Yes, as moms, we're so hard on ourselves. It could be maybe we, we punished, we, we issued out a, a punishment that was too severe, or we didn't, we didn't take the baby to the doctor when the fever was too high, or we didn't, we didn't advocate for the baby or something. I remember when my daughter had the flu, when that, when that infant flu was going around many, many years ago, and the babies were dying from the flu, and I was like, you know what, I'm not leaving this doctor's office until you admit her, because she has the flu. And you know what? That my baby had the flu and they did admit her. She was in the hospital for like five to six days. Mm. She had the flu. And you know what? I don't know what I would have done, but she had the flu. And sometimes we don't forgive ourselves, but there's been instances where, you know, I was a spanker and I did stop spanking, but I was a spanker. And so sometimes I felt like I did spank too hard. And so I do, you know, we do suffer from some of those things where we can't forgive ourselves and we have to show ourselves that grace. We have to, the first, you know, you're going to ask me this question later about the first step in the forgiveness process. <laughs> we do have to just realize, we have to, we have to reflect on what happened and we have to say, you know what, I did this, but it's okay. Because what did I learn from it? What have I learned from it? And am I better? Am I a better mother from it? Yes, I am a better mother from it. I've grown from it. I'm a better mother from it. I'm a better person from it. That's what we have to do. We have to show, we have to show ourselves that patience. We have to show ourselves that grace. And we have to celebrate the woman, the better mother and the better woman that we've become from it. So that's what we have to do. It's, it's, it's necessary. The first step in the forgiveness process is to reflect. We have to understand and reflect on what happened. So maybe we did, we did issue out a punishment that was too severe for what, what the child, the child or the teenager or the preteen did. And because maybe we were angry and we didn't handle it or we were tired or we just didn't feel well. And that's okay because we're, we're human. Maybe, maybe we, were, we just didn't feel well. And that's okay. It's, it's certainly okay because we're human show ourselves that patience and that grace that we deserve because we're moms and it happens. So reflect on what happened, understand and ask ourselves, what did we learn from it and become, did we learn from it and become the better mother and the better woman that we were meant to be? And it's okay. Grow from it, come over here and don't do it again and celebrate the mother and the better woman that we've become and move on. That's what we do. That's how we forgive ourselves and let it go. Put it over there, leave it over there, smile about it later. Yeah, I like that. And it's and it's so funny because <laughs> there's still some things that I need to forgive myself about. But mm-hmm. um, I just think it's funny how our minds kind of just like replay things or remind you like, oh yeah, remember that day when you did this? Yeah. Man, like I thought I dealt with this situation. Like, yeah. this is it coming back. back. It comes back. It could be a song. It could be a song. <laughs> on the radio or maybe their favorite cartoon or something or now Buzz Lightyear my my son you know my son is 26 and his favorite thing was Buzz Lightyear and that triggers something for me and it triggers something for him and it's like oh my gosh this cannot be happening they had to release Toy Story 4 (laughs) they had to do this to me (laughs) y'all have to do this to me like oh my god this is just not happening to me so I, what I did is I went and I bought him a toy store. I went and I'm not a toy store. I went and bought him a, a Buzz Lightyear. Okay. Nice. He played with that Buzz Lightyear like he was three years old. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's a grown man. But we had to do what we had to do mm-hmm. to mend and to repair and to rejoice. 
He's a, he's yeah. a married, grown married man. A grown married man. But he played with that Buzz Lightyear because we had to mend and repair and rejoice and celebrate the healing that needed yeah, to happen. You brought up something really important too because, you know, you said like your son is, it's 26 now. Like a lot of us think like, Oh, especially when we have littles, like, oh, they'll forget about it or, oh, you know, like, let's just not deal with it. But we still got to deal with it even like later on. And you're an example of that. If we don't deal with the, the things that we do or that we, that we do with our littles when they're toddlers, he is a prime example that they don't forget. And I have a 24-year-old daughter and a 15-year-old daughter. Okay. The 24-year-old daughter has something that she remembers that I did too. They remember. They clearly remember when they're toddlers and they hold on to that, that hurt. And I have to find her little stuffed animal too. I need to go on eBay. I need to go on Amazon. I have to find her little stuffed animal too. Okay. Something I did that hurt them tremendously. I have to, I have to continue the healing. Yeah. And, and, and also the healing with ourselves too. Like you said, like we yes. got to not only forgive others but forgive ourselves so thank you for doing that and i promise i won't tell your son about that <laughs> healing the healing must continue it, it has to we have to continue to not to help our babies heal but we have to heal and we have to forgive ourselves for those things that we did when we didn't know any better when, you know i think it was maya angelou when you know better you do better and you have to forgive yourselves and you, you we have to forgive ourselves and we have to celebrate the woman that we've become because Clearly, I'm not her anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I've learned, I've grown, and I've I, I know better, and I'm not her anymore. And so, you are not her, and the listeners, you're, you're not, you're just not that woman. You're not that person. You've grown. Celebrate who you are now. Now, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but you do have a forgiveness program that utilizes five-step strategy that you typically share in a workshop where you tackle this issue of unforgiveness. So I know you shared with us the first step. I just wanted to see if you could give us kind of like an overview or kind of what we could expect if we were to attend one of these workshops or to hear you speak. Yes. So the first step I talked about is, is to reflect, right? You have to fully understand what happened. I mean, you have to understand, you have to reflect. And when I say reflect, I, I mean, truly go through, play it back in your mind without judgment. I mean, no judgment, no judgment to yourself, no judgment to anyone involved. You're, you're, I mean, like, it's almost like a mind map or an outline. You want to truly reflect Tony on everything that happened. If it was an argument, a blow up with a family or at work, play it back and figure out what happened. And I'm going to use myself because I don't want to keep using you and think, think that I'm abusing you. I'm oh, no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. If something with me at, at home with, with my sisters or whatever, I'm going to use me and my sisters. Okay. Um, me and my sisters, we had a big blow up. So I want to figure out what happened. Me, Tam, T, I want to use everybody. Um, we had this big blow up. What what was my role in it? What you know? What did did I start it? Did I incent it? Did, did I fuel the fire? You know what was my role? You know what did I what did I have a role in it? What could I have done differently? What would I have done? Would I have done anything differently? Would I have let the things lay the chips fall where they may? You know, Karen, what could you have done differently? Oh my goodness, did you did you fuel the fire? You know, I'm really thinking back. You know, what could I have done differently? Mm -hmm. Could I have calmed T down? Could I have calmed Tam down? Could I have got my mother involved? 
could I have just, could we have prayed? Could we have just been more calmer? Could I, could I have done, you know, what could I have done? Or what was my role? Could we have gone our separate ways and talked about it another day? I'm really reflecting, trying to see what, and I'm not judging them, you know, well, she was upset more, she was upset more. I'm truly trying to figure out what, what happened. Or maybe we could have just gone our separate ways, but I don't want to, I'm not judging me. I just want to know what could I have done differently? If anything, maybe nothing could have been done differently. So that's the first step in the forgiveness process. I just want to see what happened. Like, wow, what just happened? What went down? And why? Why did it have, why did it go down like that? Like, you know, was I tired? Did I not feel well? Was I already irritated when I got there? You know, was I irritated? You know, did my kids irritate me? Was I just not feeling well? Was, was, you know, my husband irritate me? Was I hungry? You know, was I, you know, sometimes you'd be, you'd be hungry or hangry or, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you're just already irritated when you get into the situation and then you get there and things just go awry anyway. You know, were they, were they, were they hungry? Were they tired? Somebody, you know, maybe T didn't feel well, maybe Tam didn't feel well. Maybe, you know, so maybe it was just a combination of everything and the situation was just going to go crazy anyway. Maybe we shouldn't have even met. Maybe it was just a bad timing for every, maybe it was just bad timing for everybody involved and we should have put the meeting off. So, so that's what the reflection piece does in the forgiveness process. It just helps you to kind of figure out what happened, what went wrong, what could I have done? It helps you to self-reflect. It's really a self-reflection piece, really, but, but it's self-reflection without judgment. That's the key thing is without judgment because we'll judge ourselves and dog ourselves out is self-reflection without judgment that's the first step it's really that self-reflection piece so the first step is reflection without judgment got it without judgment absolutely without judgment yes that without that judgment that is key without that judgment because when you put that judgment in there it kind of messes up everything it just it messes up your whole perception when you add that judgment you can't see you can't see straight yeah everything yeah got it now you've shared with us quite a few things but what is one practical step that we can take today so that we can be better at forgiving ourselves and others I would say realize that forgiveness is a choice it's a choice you have to choose to forgive and it's a decision once you make that decision once you make that choice and say okay i'm going to forgive myself because i deserve it and i'm worth it then you you just you're going to do it you're going to do it and that also goes for the for someone else too you know i'm going to forgive karen because she deserves it she deserves forgiveness or i'm going to forgive this person or that person because you have to remember that forgiveness is about you it frees you forgiveness frees you it for, it frees you from all this stuff that you're carrying around So forgiveness is a choice. It's a decision. And then you have to be willing to learn. And then it takes patience too, because it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't always happen overnight. It's not a one, two, three thing. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that one. (laughs) It's not always that one, two, three, boom, I'm just going to forgive this person or I'm just going to forgive myself. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it, it, it takes patience. You have to be willing to learn, you know, you know, sometimes you have to learn something. Yeah, 
Definitely. Now, Karen, one question I ask all of my guests is if you could have any superpower, what would it be? I am a giver. So if I had one superpower, I would like to make everybody truly happy because a lot of people are seeking happiness and I want everybody to just be, be happy. I like that. Because my thing is, is I think the reason why the world is just so messed up is because everybody just needs some love or needs more love. So I like the happiness. It goes along with it too. It would make the world a, such a yeah. better place. Yeah. People, because people, genuine people just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. They, they want to take care of themselves if they're single. And if they're, they're married or with someone, they want to take care of them, their families. So I just want people to be, be happy, whatever that is, just be happy. I like that. Now, Karen, where can we find you online if we want to learn more about you and your business? You can find me at uh, KarenDonier.com. And the last name is D-O-N-I-E-R-E. Got it. And I will definitely include that in the show notes. So Karen, thank you so much for taking time out with me today to talk about forgiveness. This was really, really good. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Tony Ann. I had a blast. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links in the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 42. That's the number four, two. There you'll find the links as well as a complete blog post about this topic of unforgiveness and a link to Karen's website and social media sites. If you found this podcast helpful, do me a favor and rate and review this podcast on whatever listening platform that you listen to. This will help this podcast to be shared with other moms and lets me know that the information that you're getting is helpful so that I can continue to create more for you. Now that does it for this episode. I'll catch you in the next one.